This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, well, it is Friday morning. We have a monsoon on the way tomorrow. But other than that, a lot of sports to talk about. Now Duke's here to break it down. Oh, hi, Jerry. I love a monsoon on a weekend because... I don't. I do, because if you don't do anything, no Ruins guilt. It's your Saturday, though. Yep. Well, unless you like you staying in. You not anything anyway. Right. That's what I mean, though. Uh, on a beautiful Saturday, especially in the fall, you go, oh, you're not going to get many more of these before winter. Agreed. Got to go do something. Got to go do Hang something. Out outside. Yes, but if it's pouring rain... Do whatever you oh, want. Nothing. I know. But, you know, you work all week and you want to get a couple of nice days. And to get what we're going to get this weekend, ugh, I'll pass. As the great lover boy once said, Jerry, everybody's working for the weekend. Going to see him next week in Atlantic City? Uh, if they were playing, they had uh, more hits than you think. You would. That would be right up your alley. I though. would go see Lover Boy. Of course you would. Rick 100%. Springfield on Friday, Lover Boy on yeah. Saturday, Belinda Carlisle on Sunday. That is a match made in heaven. I'm for in you. for all those, Jerry. I knew you would be. Jerry, why this year in particular? Uh, so this Sunday, Jets and Giants both play one at o'clock. 1 o'clock again. That used to not be a thing. I don't know because usually when the Jets play, it's the most anticipated game in Jets history Correct. every week. Uh, and the Giants, nobody cares. Right. I don't know. I, it's, it is weird because that never happened. It was very rare. This is, what, the third time, I think, this year. I believe so. So you know what's cool about it, though? It frees up the late afternoon. Correct. Or you, you, you get to the, a really good game on your regular television set. I like it. Um, oh, what else? Oh, the— uh, You out of stuff already? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I knew I wanted to tell, tell you something about the Redskins game. That game is a pick em, Jerry. How yeah, ba- which is weird to right. me. The Giants are one and six. They're one and six, and the Redskins are four and two. Just beat the Cowboys. Defensively look good, and the Giants can't score. That tells me pick the Giants. Really? Because it makes no sense. That's going to screw up my five-team parlay. Well, you haven't hit one yet, so. Well, kind of. I hit one, not but the, not the one you gave to the to the listeners. Right. That's true. And your audience. Uh, yesterday, last night, Deshaun Watson threw three touchdowns. Jerry, the big talk of the night though oh, was five. a a five to. Oof. I said three, right? You said three, yeah. I wrote five. down three. I mean, you had the, it you was had, five. Let's put it this way. You have to throw three to get right. to five. So you're not wrong. That was a fact. But he had five. I'm just spitting sports facts over here. You're welcome, by the way. Uh, five touchdowns. Yeah. Al totally screwed this up. No. I was correct. It was at least three. You were partially correct, yes. And one of the catches that uh, didn't count is the one that's making all the highlights. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins caught a ball, Jerry, where he went up like an Odell Beckham versus the Cowboys. When he brought the ball down, he put it between his legs and cradled it up against his butt cheeks. Mm-hmm. Not you a do, catch, though. Did you do that in flag football? I, I could not do that. Cradle the ball in your butt cheeks? <laughs> no. Although, it didn't touch the ground. Plus, you have small hands. And small butt cheeks, also. <laughs> right. Well, very thin ones. Because <laughs> I have thin legs. <laughs> yes. When they meet up there, not a lot going Squeeze on. Squeeze your butt cheeks. Cheeks. Could you put Jeez. a line down a sheet of paper, put that up against your rear end and not know the difference between yeah. the two? <laughs> yes. There are certain <laughs> men that do not have butts. You are one of them. The Duke's men, 
my father oh, included. Too, huh? Yeah, no butt. Just and you see, like if you look How many at the Dukes men are there. Uh, just the two of us. Oh, okay, so you and your dad. <laughs> yeah, when you look at the butts in jeans, it's just like a, a lot of extra jean material. It's like a tent. <laughs> yeah, it's just blowing in the wind. So when Gina goes to smack your ass, there's nothing it's like, there. <laughs> yeah, you just hear. Like, what was that? <laughs> You're funny, Jerry Mookie Betts. He's Love on that. Okay, Mookie Betts, the yes. Red Sox. Yes, good karma. Heading his way for tonight's game in Los Angeles. You know what's great about this story for you? Credit. When he didn't even ask for credit. Right. Which is the best. So Mookie Betts, after game two, was seen by a radio reporter feeding uh, the homeless in Boston at 1 a.m. That's good karma. John Lennon once said, instant karma's going to get you. That's good karma, though. So they're going to win the World Series. Probably. Um, he also did it in the past, too. Yeah. He's done this numerous times and never wants anybody to report it. Correct, although I did read that the time he did it once in New York City when they were playing the Yankees. he With had, the pizza? He had gone to dinner and had extra pizza, and he gave uh, the extra pizza to a homeless man, and then he went out and hit a home run. Karma. So Right, but is he thinking that in doing it now? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's thinking. The like let the me MVP. get MVP. I don't think that's it. Let me get Eddie. When John Lennon sang "Instant Karma," was that good or bad karma? It depends. No, no. On when he what but you've done when he said right. "Instant Karma" is going to get if you. If you do bad things, bad things will happen to you. Do good things, good things should happen to you. Better recognize your brother, everyone you meet. Now, is it? Do you get good karma if you purposely go out and try to do something good? Because Did you do something nice? No, but let's say I have uh, something big that I need to do, like a big presentation. So you're going to go out and like let's say do I'm going to go in and for good karma. Like let's say I'm going to go down the hallway to Mark Chernoff and demand a raise. If I think, hmm, let me help someone less fortunate than me. Because that will, in turn, good karma get me no, in my meeting. Yeah, I think Mark's no. still going to kick you out of his office. And probably. also, it, your motivation is selfish. Got it. Okay. You got to do something selflessly. Right. So the first time he spontaneously. gave he gave the pizza, then hit a home run, that was selfishly. Selflessly. No, it was not, it was, it was not selfish. He didn't do it to hit a home run. He just did it. But and now he, he hit a home run. Right. But that's in his head. Hit the home run. So now. Right. Feed the homeless at 1 a.m., going on the road to the well, Dodgers. Well, I guess we'll find out. If they lose the World Series, then we know he did it for himself and for publicity. And if he has a great game tonight, that's good karma. And he's selfless. Selfless, yes. not selfish. When was the last time you did something selflessly? Selfless? Yeah. Like where I didn't want credit? Like when you did... Yes, Al. Has that happened in the last five years? Well... Yes. When? Uh, I Eddie? will... He'll get sometimes very nice letters or emails from people that are not expecting anything and he'll invite them to the studio that's right hmm. especially that's really and he actually somebody, doesn't though. even want that's any not helping somebody ex- though eddie oh yeah it's, this it's is a guy who not helping let's but put it's it this sort way. of this is a guy who has said on the record if he's going to help somebody in need he wants to make sure there are cameras around well he's on credit. the record as saying that and he's also yes. said he wants the interview the first interview with the reporter on camera yeah. Yes, that's true. But in not these other the instances, he's done something very nice and unexpected for people and not, is not looking for anything. I have a special place in my heart for the children. 
when small children love this show, mm-hmm. uh, bring them in. But yeah, I think when you see the kids' face light up, Jerry, when they see this studio and they get to meet the real Jerry Recco, the real Eddie. That's Skizari, never happened yet. The kids get excited. That's fun. And We're unfortunately, sure. unfortunately, now you're going to be inundated. <laughs> and so, by the way, the people. That's over, and this is this is a bonus, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. It's almost like now you can't ask for that. It has to happen naturally, right? And I didn't like this uh, twins hiring a thirty-seven-year-old manager, Why? Rocco Baldelli. Why? Because it makes me feel old. They're all older, uh, younger than you now. I got twelve. Aaron Boone's forty-four. I got twelve years on this guy. How old's Alex Cora? I don't know. Younger than you. Hopefully old. You're almost fifty. 49. You're almost 50. This guy's... How I, many, I'm, all right, hold on a second. Listen, just think. Uh, let's look at it this way, Jerry. When Rocco Baldelli was born, I was playing wiffle ball being a baseball player. He's right. now a manager. What am I doing? I'm I not a manager. You, and I don't know this. I love to manage. I'm going to say you're older than at least 50% of the managers in baseball. 50%? 50%. What yes. about, I mean, at this point, I'm starting to be older than the general managers. They're hiring only these young guys. Uh, you might be older than 50% of them, too. <laughs> what about this guy the Mets are looking at? He's 37, uh, I believe. Hiam is, is his he name? 35. Mid-30s. Mid to late 30s. Mid-30s. Yeah. Well, why not? You're an adult. Like, why can't you be 37 years old off the field and be a manager? I'm sorry, Jerry. Maybe you're not aware of this. I'm 40. I'm a man. You're almost 50. Uh, no, but I'm saying until you are 40, you are not a man. Well, you're not a forward We can't thinker. hire these boys to do a man's job. Well, I guess we're going to find out how that goes, aren't we? <laughs> this guy played Rocco Baldelli, yeah? Yeah, for the Rays. You know what's weird? When guys are really good managers and stuff, but they're average players, and then the guys that were awesome players can't manage. Alex Cora is 43. Like Alex, I'm older than Alex Cora. Alex Cora was an average player. Right. Going to win a World Series now. Yeah, he sure is. Aaron Boone, 45. Oh, my goodness. So you're. Oh, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to go through the list. I will present the list to you before <laughs> 10 o'clock. Do not present me that list. You are older. My opinion, you're going to be older than 50% <laughs> well, of all It might be closer players. to 75%. I know that. I'm trying to make sure I win, though. I was just going to say Mike Sosha. He retired, He's though. not there anymore. So we could just get three. Baldelli, Boone, Cora, and how about this Charlie? I bet you Charlie Montoya is older than. I will tell you this: I'm considering bringing an age discrimination suit against Major League Baseball ah, if it's Mon- more than fifty percent. Montoya's old; he's fifty-three. Fifty-three. He's only four years older than you, and that looks old. <laughs> Al, you're old. We got to take a quick break. Uh, Al's got another story for you next, and then Boomer and uh, Geo on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back. We got about a minute to go. We just went through the managers in baseball, and it is about 50% that you are definitely older than. 50% All right. not. I'll get the official number by 10, but it's right around 50%. And we're starting to go that way NFL as well. Oh, absolutely. Coaches. Yeah, for sure. Jerry, did you see uh, somebody put up a billboard near MSG to try to lure Kevin Durant? I mean, who's wasting their money on this? Well, that's what, you know, you and I discussed this on the ride home as we are on the New Jersey Turnpike. But we're looking at stripper billboards. Right. We see a lot of billboards for strip clubs. Right. This is a useless billboard. Are billboards just cheap? No, I don't think they are. Well, when you say cheap, what do you mean by like cheap? Like inexpensive, right? So, so do you think they got the Kevin Durant billboard right by Madison Square Garden for $75 a day? No, but of course wh- not. what are they possibly paying for that? Billboard never has it worked. They try this like with LeBron. 
They've tried it with other people. Billboards Although, don't work. Players you know, don't go, oh, I'm going to go to the Knicks because I saw a billboard. Remember when they flew the plane over the Jets stadium to get yes. the uh, GM out? That yes. worked. He was fired. Idzik? Idzik. All right, that did work. Right over Florida Park. All right, one time it worked. <laughs> but that was a plane. That wasn't a billboard. Right, that was a that was an airplane. Right. I don't know. I don't get it. It's a waste of money to me. Durant says not impressed. Appreciative, no, but... It impresses him $200 million. Yeah. It's Football Friday on The Fan.